teach and that we'd know better what he wants us to do so that we can serve him in the world. And so even though knowledge isn't all about what life is uh, in, the, in the Christian walk, it is, it's such an important part of our Christian walk and helping each other to grow in the faith that what we want people to do is to see seminary as a place to grow in their understanding of who God is and how to read his word, what he said in his word, so that they can be stronger in their own walk and they can also be, and especially be, stronger in their work to disciple others who know Christ and to bring the good news of, of what Jesus did for us to those who don't know him. is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm excited to welcome, on the phone line, Dr. Tim Sansbury. Tim, are you there? I'm here, Taylor. Thanks for welcoming us in. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. It's, it's great to talk to you. I know you guys are doing a lot of really cool things at Knox Theological Seminary. You're the Vice President of Administration and the Assistant Professor of Philosophy and Theology there, for those who may not be familiar with some of your work before. That's right. That's right. I've been here for nearly three years now and been able to see uh, some, some very exciting changes in what we've done and really some continuation of things we've been doing. Nice. So I guess maybe just to start with the, with the basics, why, why do you think that someone would want to go to seminary, in your, in your opinion? <laughs> well, the good reasons are the bad reasons. There's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's interesting. It can be all different reasons that get somebody motivated um, in the in. One of the silliest cases, I remember a guy when I was doing my undergraduate work talking about, I just need to go get a bunch more degrees so nobody will be able to disagree with me anymore. And, um, uh, you know, there's some of that. Sometimes we, we really do just want to learn more so we can be better equipped for leadership, uh, maybe for selfish reasons. But I hope that when people come into seminary, it will be because, you know, we, we have this faith, uh, this, this religion, Christianity, that's built around this notion of faith in God and the work that he's done and faith being belief and knowledge and commitment all wrapped up together, that we would want to know our Lord and Savior better, uh, know God better, that we'd then be able to help others, to teach and that we'd know better what he wants us to do so that we can serve him in the world. And so even though knowledge isn't all about what life is uh, in, the, in the Christian walk, it is it's such an important part of our Christian walk and helping each other to grow in the faith that what we want people to do is to see seminary as a place to grow in their understanding of who God is and how to read his word and what he said in his word so that they can be stronger in their own walk and they can also be, and especially be, stronger in their work to disciple others who know Christ and to bring the good news of, of what Jesus did for us to those who don't know him. That's really cool. So then, for those who might be thinking about pursuing a theological degree, because I know here on Charisma Connection we have a wide swath of different demographics and different types of people from around the country who listen to the show, is there an ideal student for seminary? You know, there used to be, but I don't think there is anymore. Uh, once upon a time, because you had, to, you had to pack yourself up and move to seminary and really be able to uproot your life, uh, uproot your church home, uproot from family and friends, and and spend three years or more, uh, plus the financial support, not necessarily having guarantees of the job or ministry work. It was a very specific person for a long time that would go to seminary. But as, as, as we've been able to add online programming, now our demographic is radically changing, and we're finding it is 
it is all kinds of people and lots of second uh, second career folks, folks that are that are working in a church or really going to maintain a first career, but just want to be better equipped for the work they do in their local church. They're they're now choosing to come to seminary and taking classes with us, and we're excited by that. It's it's taken away this notion of the ideal person being young, flexible, and uh, and and able to be poor, and making it into something that's for really for everyone. And I know one of the things that makes it flexible for people is especially the ability to have online programs. Can you talk a little bit about Knox's online program and what you guys are doing there? Yeah, so we've we've tried to be intentional about building out a program that says uh, you can take classes in many different ways, and there's no best way to do it. A lot of online programs are built out with the idea that, you know, hey, if you can't do it the good way, if you can't come here and be on campus, then here's this other way. It's, not as adequate, it's not as helpful, but, but you can do it. And Knox has tried from the very beginning to make the online classes as much like the regular in-class classes as possible, so that you're, you're seeing the professor, you're interacting with a professor online, you're moving through the class with classmates who are all doing the same assignments and the same reading at the same time, having discussion boards and, uh, and really keeping it highly interactive while having that flexibility that you can, you can do that and do that all together with people who are all over the world. And that's exactly what's happening in the online program. It's built out to give you that, that classroom feel and the seminary experience while letting you stay plugged in in the place that God has called you. So I'd love to dig a little deeper into that, because when I was doing college, I did a few online classes, and I did a majority of my work in the classroom. And for me, there was always a difference in terms of when you were in the classroom, like you said, a lot, a lot of schools, that's the primary way, and the online is a little more secondary. How do you go about replicating that experience for the online community? Yeah, and I'd say replicating is too strong, but what we've done is we've tried to take those pieces that are the most critical about that and give students ways to do it. It will never be the same. When we do tough doctrines and tough theology, there's a difference to me when I'm teaching between being able to say to somebody, hey, why don't you come up to the classroom later, and even being able to, or to my office later, and even being able to say, hey, let's do a video conference. It's easier to disengage, it's easier to avoid it when you're online, but we can provide accountability, we can have discussion boards, you know, many of our students who are residential can just walk in and take a class and then leave, and so I have an opportunity with my students to send them emails and say, hey, how are you doing? You know, what's going on on this? I saw your post and it looked like you were a little troubled by this theology. I've got a conversation going on right now with a student that's you know, email's not perfect. We've all written an email that got misinterpreted, and we've all probably misinterpreted somebody else's email. But we have a lot of vehicles for communication that people are using, and we're taking advantage of those to get as many of those benefits, those interactive benefits, as possible. Fantastic. So then, when it comes to Knox Seminary, obviously you're biased, you love your school, that sort of thing. So what are some of the things uh, for you that really set Knox apart from some of the other seminaries out there? Well, you know, I think that it's, it's the way that we've tried to recognize that seminary is the most, not the most important part of the church, but seminary is for the church. And so when we do this online work, we're trying to see ourselves now as a support to the Church. So even as we talk about some of these things in which online learning is not exactly the same as residential learning, and it's not, there are differences. But for the Church as a whole, 
the most important thing in a church leader and a pastor and a preacher is necessarily them having stuck in their brain every single book they've ever ever read. The most important things are how they relate to people and how they communicate their ability to do ministry and go do hospital visits. And so for Knox, because we want to see ourselves as a support to the Church, we want to use this online to let people stay where they are, to let them have a ministry place where they get real experience, where they can do the work of the Church and not have to leave a community, maybe not have to leave pastors who are mentoring them, we'll bring seminary out to the Church, and people can stay in place, they can get trained, and when they graduate, they'll have a good seminary education, but beyond that, they're going to have the possibility of being extremely well-equipped with experience in doing ministry that they couldn't have if they all uprooted and came to South Florida. So I think that's, that's our distinctive in terms of recognizing our place to say, hey, you guys in the Church, you women in the Church, you future leaders in the Church, stay where you are. If you've got a great place to minister and serve, we'll come to you. We will give you that seminary education, but we're not the most important thing in your life. You also need to get equipped to do the real work and to stay with people, and we want to help you do that. I love that perspective there. And you were talking about how when people come to seminary, a lot of them come for very different reasons sometimes. Um, when they're graduating and when they're leaving the seminary then, what do you often find they're doing in terms of career after college? Yeah, it's interesting because we have so many different age levels. Many of them are just continuing in an existing role. So um, we, we, do have, we do have a number of people who, who fit the, the, the traditional bill for what seminary would be. They've, they've come out of college, they've gone to seminary, they, they maybe work as a youth pastor for a little while while they're going through seminary. You know, that seems to be this weird career path that we send everybody through. And then they move on into an assistant pastoral role or a head pastoral role uh, with their ordination and everything else. But honestly, we have a lot of our students who either are already in ministry roles and they're just trying to get better at it. We have a lot of our students who are what we, I don't like the word lay people because it makes it seem like we've got two different classes in the church, but they would say that of themselves. You know, I'm not, I don't want to become a pastor. I just want to do a better job of my small group ministry. I want to do a better job of working in the church. I want to do a better job with Bible studies and Sunday school. And so we have a large number of students who are just trying to be better equipped for those things or for bringing the gospel into their, their nine-to-five job. And so they're taking Knox classes and going at a slow rate, and they may stay in their same career, but be better equipped to serve within the Church, because it is a body of believers, and it's not just the people who are ordained and are up front on Sunday morning that are doing the Church's work. So if people are thinking about going to seminary, let's, uh, let's, let's sell them on it here. What would be your pitch to them of why they should come? You know, somebody that's looking to come to seminary, I think the pitch would vary so much from person to person. What I'd want to say is, all of us as Christians benefit from knowing our God, knowing our Savior, knowing our world, knowing the history of the Church, knowing Scripture, knowing how to present the Gospel, knowing how to defend the Gospel. All of these things are things that we all benefit from. And so whether it's somebody that just wants to take a class or two to get a little stronger and better equipped, or whether it's somebody that's considering a career in ministry, or somebody that's already fully engaged in ministry and just wants to be better equipped for Sunday mornings and for preaching sermons. All of these people, there's an answer to say, seminary can be a resource for you. And 
that information. We don't, we don't have anything that's brand new. We don't have anything that's unavailable anyplace else, but we'll help provide accountability and structure. We do a lot of the hard work, and we love to enjoy the time that we have with you to help you grow for the role that God has called you into. And we're not going to try and tell you what that role is. We're just going to try, you, try to equip you for wherever it is and whatever it is God has called you to. If people want to find out more about Knox Seminary, where can they go for that? The website, as an online school, it's great to say the website is the very best place to go, knoxseminary.edu. You'll find a ton of resources there. You'll be able to see what we're doing, who our people are, where our people have gone, and what the process is for applying. Fantastic. And if people want to keep up with you, do you have any social media presence? (laughs) I am a social media uh, hidden entity. Oh, wow. We do a lot through Knox. Yeah, Knox Seminary. We do a lot through the seminary. Um, In some prior roles, Facebook was a bad deal for me. So uh, so I pulled out of there. You can probably find some because the Internet never dies. So I'm not personally your guy to follow, but follow Knox Seminary. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're all over the place. We try to keep a good presence, and, and you'll probably see some stuff from me from time to time, too. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been a pleasure to talk with you. Would you mind closing us out with a prayer? I would love to do that. I'd love to do that. Father, we thank you for your work through your people. Lord, we thank you for the huge number of people that you've called into your service with all different talents and all different callings, and we pray that uh, whether through Knox or through other seminaries or just through the the general works of your church, that all of us will be better equipped to do your work in the world, Uh, that you'd help us to be trained up in our mind, um, that you would call our hearts and draw us into service, and that you'd set our hands to work to do your work in this world, to disciple each other, that we can better trust in you and set our faith in you and to bring the good news of your son Jesus Christ to a world that needs him. Lord, we thank you for uh, your many, many blessings and pray that you'll keep us ever in front of our minds and that we can serve you better. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Dr. Tim Sansbury on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund and thanks for joining us. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.